1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Send us an email, Bruce at SalemMedia.com. Catch the podcast, the answer, Dayton.com. That's where our listeners on 94.5 can find us, or the answer, 9890answer.com. Rather, that is where our Columbus listeners can find us. Now, uh, politicians have a bad name because, number one, they prioritize their individual interests, their lust for power, or only their constituents and not the good of the whole. That's okay sometimes, but... You should also keep in mind what is good for the country, not just for your own corner of the country. Kristen Sinema, Joe Manchin got what they wanted individually for their constituents, so they are going to vote for the lie that is the Inflation Reduction Act. It will not reduce inflation, may escalate, it most likely will. Uh, it will absolutely break obliterate the promise of Joe Biden that he would not raise taxes on anyone making less than $400,000 a year. Uh, the latest nonpartisan numbers show that it will raise taxes on everyone making more than $30,000 a year, which is pretty much everyone, okay? So, the other thing that aggravates people about politicians is that they're oftentimes weasels when they're asked questions and they will not answer said questions. We know what the answer is. It's pretty much self-evident. They are too cowardly to answer that question. Case in point, a lot of Democrats are being asked whether they will support Joe Biden if he runs for re-election. Here is Cori Bush, a member of the squad, being asked about Joe Biden running for re-election in 2024.
2: Do you want to see Joe Biden? I, I don't run? want to answer that question because we have not, that's not, yeah, I don't want to answer that question. Okay. Um, I mean, he's the president and he has the right to to run for a second term. Absolutely. That's, but the right but I don't right. want to, I don't, I don't want, I'd rather you not do that oh, answer. So you like
1: two- She's not going to answer that question. So Tim Ryan, who's running for Senate in the state of Ohio, he won't answer why he supported Joe Biden 100% of the time in his role, in Ryan's role. As a congressman from Ohio. He's been a congressman for 10 terms. They took his seat away. Because Ohio's losing population. So his district no longer exists. So he has to run for something else. Because heaven forbid he'd go get a real job. (laughs) Why get a real job man? When the government pays great. And you don't even have to show up for work. If you're Tim Ryan. You can close your office. COVID. Not safe. And. Authorize someone else to vote for you by proxy, which he has done. And then while your offices are closed, because COVID, not safe. You can on the same day be out and about in the state of Ohio campaigning for another job in government, a better job in government with a longer tenure. And then while you're doing that and people walk up to you, and go, hey, why do you support Joe Biden 100% of the time? Do you think Joe Biden's a good president? Tim Ryan will just walk along like he's suddenly been struck from heaven with an inability to hear. So they're weasels. Weasels, weasels, weasels. And chief weasel for the top weasel is Kareen Jean-Pierre, your glass ceiling breaking gay black Press Secretary. Two questions. One, just following up on what you said about the National Bureau of Economic Research, they also did not declare a recession in 2008 until December. That's 12 months after the recession had already been in place in the U.S. economy. But based on what the president said earlier, have his economic advisors told him they also don't think a recession is likely? And what is exactly
2: the White House's definition of a recession? Again, we don't, we don't, I'm not going to define it from here. I'm.
1: What is a recession? If this is not a recession, what is a recession? Well, I'm not going to define it. It's it's not what we're doing. It's not what we're having. It's not what we're experiencing. Well, then what is it? I'm not going to say. I'll say what it's not, but I won't say what it is. Weasels. And they're not confined to the Democratic side of the aisle. Our governor, Mike DeWine, in a story today, Daryl Rowland, Columbus Dispatch. He writes his Capital Insider column, where he goes into all different kinds of politics. And Daryl Rowland notes that the Republican Governors Association, which of course supports the re-election of Mike DeWine, well, the Republican governor sent out a fundraising appeal yesterday. And they are trying to fire up the base. Hey, give us money, give us money, give us money. Why? Well, you've got to find something that people respond emotionally to, viscerally to, and they want to dig in their pocketbooks and give to. And It's hard to do that in an inflationary economy. But if you appeal to Republican God-fearing people on the grounds that, hey, the LGBTQIA alphabet mafia is putting drag queens in public schools and in libraries to indoctrinate your kids. And if you give us money, we will campaign against that. Well, then people say, hmm, it's worth it. I'll give to that. So they sent this thing out trying to get people to give to ban drag queen story hours. And... Daryl Rowland asked Mike DeWine's press lackey if DeWine supports the effort to get rid of Drag Queen Story Hour. Now, this is not a hard question for Mike DeWine to answer. If, if Mike DeWine is an authentic conservative in touch with the values of the people he wants to vote for him in November. This is not a hard question for Mike DeWine to answer. But guess what? In his typical weasel fashion, he will not answer it. Here's the response that Dan Tierney sent back to the dispatch. There are many important issues facing this state. As such, this avenue of questioning is not a game with which we are intent on engaging in with you. If there is confusion on what is in the governor's agenda, I am happy to forward you a copy of his State of the State speech. Weasel! Answer the question. Yes, yes. I support all efforts to obliterate drag queen story hours in any public library, public school, or any property which is the purview of the state of Ohio. That's the answer. Dan, call me. I'll help you do your job. And I'll help your tongue-tied governor do the will of the people he wants to put him back in office for the 8,450th time in his life. What a disgrace this is by Mike DeWine and his spokesman to waffle on this issue. Ooh, I'm afraid I'll offend the LGBTQ voters out there. What do they comprise, Mike DeWine, of your constituency? What percentage do they comprise? Two percent? Not even. Not even two percent. Idiotic response and very telling of Mike DeWine. And I'm not surprised. Rob Portman's a weasel, too. He's leaving the Senate. And he co-sponsored the bill to get gay marriage codified into law. Why did Rob Portman co-sponsor this? Well, because he supports it. Okay, why does he support it? He didn't used to support gay marriage. What changed Rob Portman's mind on gay marriage? Rob Portman's son pulled him aside and said, Dad, I'm gay. Now, I'm not saying Rob Portman shouldn't love his son, support his son. What I'm saying is, do we want politicians who change their mind on issues because it advantages members of their family or their close allies? Rob Portman will tell you that's why he changed his position on gay marriage. Well, because my son told me he was gay. And so I realized that I needed to support gay marriage. How is that different? How is that different than Joe Biden supporting Hunter Biden flying around the globe on Air Force Two to collect sacks of cash from... America's enemies. Now, if you approach Joe Biden about somebody doing that who wasn't related to him, my guess is Joe Biden would say, no, he can't go and do business with China and Ukrainian oligarchs and snort cocaine and consort with hookers and dump illegally obtained weapons in dumpsters next to high schools. No, he's going to pay for those crimes against america and against his community but joe biden obviously is not going to sick his justice department on hunter biden because he loves hunter biden and he doesn't want to see hunter biden in trouble and he doesn't want to be at odds with hunter biden again how is that different from rob portman who loves his son and doesn't want to be at odds with his son allowing that particular desire for relationship with his son to change his policy position on something that has much greater degrees of significance throughout the state of Ohio and and throughout America than just Rob Portman and his son. I have no use for political weasels, and that's why I can say generally, there are exceptions, but generally I can say that I'm rarely sorry rarely sorry to see an incumbent jettisoned to the side i will give you another example on the national level of an incumbent who's got a politically royal name and is i sure hope headed for a resounding defeat soon I don't know if this is the case where you work, but every moderate to large company is trying to protect its IT. And I came here shortly after we had an IT issue where they put procedures in place to fix said IT issue. And so now the powers that be will occasionally send out a trick email to try to get you to click on it. And then if you do, well, you know what you have to do. You have to sit in front of your computer uh, like a robot and act like you're paying attention to an online seminar and click the button. Yes, yes. Which of these scenarios would be a good choice? Give your credit card number to a mysterious Russian internet site. Uh, Give your credit card number to someone from Ethiopia who promises they will wire you $10,000 or don't give your credit card number to anyone. I mean, it's really hard to decide which is the best option so I'm wondering if this what's going on at our station right now is another instance of testing our character for the last week or two producer Pam there has been in our freezer in the break room yes one of the new Wendy's strawberry frosties really it's been in there for two weeks and I keep looking <laughs> wow. at it and I keep waiting for somebody to consume it whoever I, put it in there and I'm dying to try it I can't and believe- I'm wondering if this is like some kind of Nefarious character <laughs> test. I can't. Of my believe Jeff hasn't devoured it by now. <laughs> it's been in there for two weeks. Wow And I'm like, okay. Is this some is there a hidden camera here? Oh. Like what is going on? So <laughs> I just had to say whoever's strawberry frosty that is, would you please eat it? That's right, because it's drying so, out the, as the, we speak. The temptation is beyond me. Now <laughs> uh, I told you that there's another weasel politician out there who has a royal political name and that i'm looking forward to their imminent ouster i'm talking about wyoming congresswoman liz cheney yes liz cheney the one who well i think she's consumed by an unhinged hatred of donald trump and she has enlisted her father former vice president dick cheney in her effort to not be summarily ousted by Republican voters in Wyoming when they vote in the next week in her primary. She is going to get rolled. I mean rolled by double figures. So yesterday, uh, she put out a campaign ad, and she obviously can't be the star of her campaign ad because the people in Wyoming can't stand her because she's partnered with Democrats and hugged on a bunch of um, Trump backstabbers so here's the ad that liz cheney put out yesterday with her dad dick cheney talking to the voters of wyoming
2: in our nation's 246 year history there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than donald trump he tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him he is a coward a real man wouldn't lie to his supporters he lost his election and he lost big I know it, he knows it, and deep down, I think most Republicans know it. Lynn and I are so proud of Liz for standing up for the truth, doing what's right, honoring her oath to the Constitution, when so many in our party are too scared to do so. Liz is fearless. She never backs down from a fight. There is nothing more important she will ever do than lead the effort to make sure Donald Trump is never again near the Oval Office. And she will succeed. I am Dick Cheney. I proudly voted for my daughter. I hope you will, too. I'm Liz Cheney, and I approve this message. Okay, so let's tackle that in reverse order.
1: Dick Cheney says she will succeed in making sure Donald Trump is never president again. Well, you might think so, but that's not been decided yet. Donald Trump may, in fact, be president again. A little premature to say that.
2: She's obsessed with that.
1: Now, you're absolutely right, because here's the thing. If Liz Cheney was really standing up for the right things, would she be part of a trial, which is different than any other congressional hearing ever, where the minority leader at the time, Kevin McCarthy, did not get to appoint to this committee the Republican members who would be a part of the committee. This is the first time in American history that there's a quote-unquote bipartisan, which in this case means they just have people who have the Republican label, Besides people who have the Democratic label, we have people from both parties, bipartisan. The first time in history that the minority leader has not named his own members to a committee. If Liz Cheney was really committed to doing things the right way, the way it's always been done in the 246 year history of America, would she be part and parcel to A committee where Kevin McCarthy didn't get to name the Republican members, but Nancy Pelosi got to name the Republican members. Okay, so that is, she's doing the very same thing that he is accusing Trump of doing. Circumventing the normal procedures of government as they operate to observe checks and balances. All right. Now, he says Trump lost big. And that Trump knows it. I know that the election turned or would have been turned if you could reverse 40,000 votes in three states. That is not losing big. You can make the case he lost. You can make the case that Wisconsin, Georgia, and Arizona were fair elections. But there's a lot of smoke out there with the Dinesh D'Souza 2000 Mules movie that Salem Media co-produced, with the Pennsylvania Supreme Court allowing ballots to be counted that were in conflict with Pennsylvania law, there's a lot of smoke out there that calls into doubt or at least justifies the skepticism over the authenticity of the 2020 presidential election. A lot of smoke. What you can clearly see is that Donald Trump did not lose big. And you have no way of knowing if an egomaniac like Donald Trump knows it or not. There's this thought out there that Trump tried to steal the presidency back because he knew he lost and he couldn't bear it. I don't know all the nuances of what Donald Trump did, but I firmly believe he does not believe he lost the election. He might be wrong, but I believe he genuinely in his heart believes he won that election. Now, he could be deluded. He can be blinded by his own ego. That's possible. And to say that Trump, there's never been an individual in 246 years, Benedict Arnold, like people who were double agents for the CIA for 20 years, like Bill Ayers, who tried to blow up the Capitol.